episode four. Welcome to episode four of Cancelled Culture. We switched it up a little today and are currently walking on a beautiful bike trail that goes all the way to um, a nearby town, Shipshawana, except we're not going to go that far today because we're just walking. Yes, and we have average sized legs. <laughs> so we are currently alone. And if you can hear the nature, holler. I can. See, someone hollered. Anyway, I guess they could hear. Okay. Could have stopped me. You know, we're being really dumb. <laughs> there's so much trash along here. Yeah, there's actually a concerning amount of litter. Well, it's on the other side of the fence. Oh, some people. Hello. <laughs> oh gosh so yeah the pumpkin vine a little backstory oh <laughs> history from greta oh there's a door okay so the pumpkin vine used to be a train rail like there used to be a train track that went here but then they shut the train track down and they turned it into this new trail so hence the name pumpkin vine <laughs> <laughs> oh no seems as though our amish friends have stopped they're literally 50 yards away. It's fine. Okay, we're gonna. They're just. Looking we're gonna. Us. We're gonna stop. Oh gosh. We are currently roughing it. <laughs> we have left the trail. Don't try this at home, kids. We are under a bridge. Definitely a good spot to deal drugs. As you can hear, there is a babbling of brooks. Shall we make the babble louder? Okay, let's just take a second to listen to the babble. Dang, that's nice. That's really nice. As you listen to the babble, reflect on the things in your life that are babbling right now. Like Greta. That's a really high quality babble, I gotta say. I have been recording the babble. They don't want to listen to the babble. It's time for a little segment of our show called Silly Songs with Babble. <laughs> Okay, that was Quarantemplations featuring Babbling Brook. Hopefully that brought you some peace and joy despite Naomi's interruptions. Ha! We are now back at home to finish up the podcast after our exciting outdoor adventure. We've decided to replace Quarantips with Josefina because we have no idea what's going on with her and we think she needs some time to focus on her health and her toxic mother. <laughs> anyway, we thought that this week we would interview a childhood friend and neighbor of ours who recently went out into the world on a quest. Woo! Let's call him up.
Hello, folks, this is Ben Meyerheimer. So good talking to you for the first time today. <laughs> hey, thanks. You too for the first time. <laughs> um, okay, so we're going to start off by doing a 13-second summary of yourself. So we're, okay. we're going to put on a timer, and do you think you're ready for this? Yeah, just tell me when to go. Okay, ready, set, go. All right, uh, what's up? My name's Ben. I'm pretty tall, and most people think that's what my personality revolves around, and they're mostly right. Um, I'm an artist. I do film, music, theater, and everything like that, and just try to have a good time. Uh, All right. There you go. We're cutting you off. 13 seconds. Nice. Well done. Okay, so we're going to just ask you some questions about yourself. If I'm correct, you were studying abroad in California before before all of everything happened, so tell us a little bit more about what you were doing there. Yeah, well, of course, you know that um, this past fall, I released a critically acclaimed documentary called Zapar, um, kind of exposing Very famous. The, uh, the, some crimes in the administration at a local liberal arts college. Um, and so, of course, after that, I got kicked out of the college, um, mm-hmm. but the film did well enough that I got uh, hired to go out to L.A. to continue my film work out there and try to kind of get more into journalistic expose film, um, looking into some institutions there as well. And uh, the problem was then, of course, that when this whole COVID thing happened, my funding got pulled, so I had to come back and lay low for a little while here. Mm. Yeah. Wow, so sad. Convict. So tell us some more about the culture of California. Ah, yes. The language... Food, cuisine, traditional dress. We're sure it's very different. It must have been a hard cultural adjustment. Yeah, it was. It was very odd. It was similar to um, what some of you might be familiar with—the SST experience and just kind of the vast cultural differences, but also the kindness I saw from oh. everyone there pretty much immediately. A lot of people, you know, a lot of people in the U.S. don't really like L.A. They talk about L.A. as this kind of. I hate um, LA mean the place this kind of den of sin um and they talk about everyone being so fake there but like my biggest finding was yeah maybe everyone there is fake but at least like they're fake nice but in terms of like the the more physical aspects of the traditional culture the the dress there is uh surprisingly heavy the the los angelan people have adapted to the consistently warm temperatures and kind of their body temperature on average is mm-hmm. higher than usual. Actually, if you go to LA and go to a doctor mm-hmm. there, uh, mm-hmm. their scale for what's considered uh, fever is different because the average body temperature of a person there is about two or three degrees warmer than so uh, anywhere else. So tell us about um, your COVID-19 situation. How did this all interview, I mean, interfere with your... Um, <laughs> <laughs> intervene with your study interfere. abroad. <laughs> Yeah, well, as you know, um, I wasn't, of course, I can't make a film on the scale I was working alone. Um, actually, in this program where I had a crew of about um, 30 people working for oh, me wow. on this film, they pulled us all in for a meeting. It was 12.30, and they said, hey, everyone, meet at the office in 15 minutes. So we all ran over there, and they said, actually, we're going to be pulling the funding and sending you all home. And funnily enough, it started raining and it didn't stop raining until all of us had left L.A., which is really tragic because we had some kind of big lease that we were trying to explore that weekend, but we weren't allowed to because, of course, they had pulled the funding, so we couldn't rent equipment or anything. Mm. Wow. That's so sad. So sorry. Hey, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it was, you know, it was still a good time. 
Um, so you're back in Goshen. Are where? What are you doing right now? Where are you living, and what are you doing to stay busy? Are you able to do any of your in, very important investigative journalism work? Yeah, actually, uh, me and one of my roommates have gotten into more short form documentary work that we've been t- posting on an app called TikTok. Oh, uh, ah, I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's kind of a fascinating examination of youth culture these days. I think it's. it's just sociologically really fascinating mm-hmm. and um otherwise just been doing you know like a lot of cooking and a lot of working on art and a lot of writing and kind of um just trying to keep the creative juices flowing and staying socially active you know without breaking the rules we have now mm-hmm. well cheers to that thank you so much ben yeah this has been yeah. good talking to you anything else you yeah, want to say guys. to our listeners Words yeah, of wisdom. Everyone, everyone stay physically distant, but not, you know, socially distant, as it were, you know? Wise. Amen. Amen. All right. As the good book says. <laughs> okay, see you later, Ben. Bye-bye, guys. Bye. Well, that was very interesting. Yeah. Insights. Now it's time for Quarren Check-In. Okay, should I put it up here? Yeah, sure. It started. Oh. Okay, so, Naomi. Yes. We've been doing a lot of rearranging at our house, and during this, we discovered this, um, like, cup. Ah, yes. <laughs> okay, it's a coffee, it's like a disposable coffee cup wrapped in plastic that we got in China when we were in China two years ago, 2017. Um, and it is named... Mango pudding milk tea. And that is the only English, literally the only English on this container. And I don't know why we got it. I have no recollection I of think purchase. We wanted to keep it um, as a memento, but we never tried it. So we're going to try to make it. So not really read instructions, but there's these little pictures that might be helpful. Okay, so you can prepare a hot quote. What do we want to do? We want... Hot. Yeah. So sun or snowflake. We want sun. Let's do sun. So I think we add the powder to this cup. All right. And we need to heat up water. Okay, so while we're heating up the water, um, what we're gonna do our pour and check in and just talk about how things have been. Can you open it? How things been for you, Greta? So things have not been good for me. <laughs> I very badly. <laughs> yeah. So I have really terrible poison ivy between my middle finger and my ring finger on my right hand. Huge bubbles, severe pain and itching. Very disgusting to the eye. Okay, we just opened the Jello pack. What the heck? Can I touch it? Maybe with a fork. Maybe. Anyway, that's Greta. Yep, that's my poison ivy situation. Um, yummy. Now it's time for a brief message from our sponsors. This episode of Cancelled Culture was brought to you by the Cling Clang Club. like to go cling clang with your cutlery? We do too! Join the virtual cling clang club. Attend Zoom meetings every morning at 2am for an hour of clinging and clanging. We all have a little cling clang in our hearts. Cling clang! Now, we're going to add 
As you can see, look. Yeah, the little jello so is just sitting on top. It. So we're gonna flip the jello out. It's not leaving its compartment. <laughs> okay, the jello fell in. <laughs> Very startling. Oh my god, the jello's just floating in there. This is so interesting. Oh my gosh, we should get our dad to try it. You can have the rest of it too. <laughs> Smells very mango. That's good. Ah, very mango. Very sweet, milky, hint of mango. <laughs> all in all, not bad. And that has been a corn check in slash cooking with Greta and Naomi. Now it's time for some sports. Since most sports are canceled, hardcore sports fans like us have mm. been desperate for entertainment. Recently, however, our attention was drawn to an up-and-coming sport, squirrel wrestling. We hired some freelance sports commentators, Dylan Hershey and Olivia Schmucker, to give us some of their professional sports commentations. We are now going to turn it over to them for some squintertainment. <laughs> um, what, are we, what are we calling this? Oh, welcome to WWS, which is... Worldwide squentertainment. Squentertainment. Squirrel entertainment. All about the squirrels. Presently, um, we're watching uh, a big, a big match unfurl. We have three squirrels in the ring. We have Scrouch, which stands for Squirrel Crouch. <laughs> who's whose ring this is? This is Scrouch's yard. However, Squalage, which is the squirrel balayage. Um. He's, he's entered the yard. This is not his yard. He's a skittery little fellow weighing in at probably about a pound and a half. Mm -hmm. um, and is that Beefy Boy? <gasps> that is Beefy Boy. Oh, oh, we've got Beefy Boy. Oh, they're climbing. They're going up. They're going down. Beefy Boy is the previous winner of the squirrel wrestling match. Oh, Lord, they're still going. Oh, oh, oh it's a big chase. Oh, God. Go up the pole. That is, so, folks, right now, in case you missed that, um, Beefy Boy is our previous match um, winner, um, who we think is a territory oh, of going. our yard and also the yard next to us, apparently, now, too. And it looks like um, Scrouch was maybe getting too close to Beefy Boy, um, and Beefy Boy came out of nowhere <laughs> and Literally ran nowhere. After, after him oh, he's there. through the tree. <gasps> Beefy um, Boy is about to take on Tiny, Tiny Boy. Boy. No, look. They're coming. Oh, oh, oh Tiny yeah. Boy is chasing Beefy Boy. <laughs> Up the pole? Beefy Boy. <laughs> beefy Boy. But, okay, sorry. Before we get into Tiny Boy and Beefy Boy's beef, um, I just want to let you know that um, Scrouch has now left the ring, chased away by Beefy Boy. Do you, you know have your eyes on, on, on um, Squalliage, though? That's oh, the real... Squalliage went over... The in the in the hustle, in the chase, went over the fence onto the pole. Squalliage did. Is possibly sight unseen, although that like lump looking thing down by the one fence post that's the yeah. wrong color, that kind of looks like it could be a squalliage in hiding. Yeah, it does. Beefy boy has not been seen in a hot minute, so so we might. This has might he be conceded the end, defeat? See, he's hiding. This might be a loss. For Beefy Boy, but a win for Scrouch. Look at him go, crossing that Back yard. Back in his rink. Oh, did Gronk make his way over the fence? Ba -da -ba 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 -ba. I think he did. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. This might be Scrouch's victory. 
Yeah. The littlest squirrel of them all. Taking the biggest... Well, Tiny Boy was pretty tiny. Yeah, that's true. Tiny Boy was tiny. Okay, Tiny Boy was not a big contender in this no, game. No, no, no. He, he briefly hopped in and then hopped right out. He Beefy hopped right Boy out. made sure of that. I think we have a winner, folks. Hey! Scrouch is back in his territory looking for nuts. Damn. Scrounging around in the grass. Really proud of you, Scrouch. With, with no sight of Beefy Boy or Gronk. Or Squally-Age. Squally-Age. Squally-Age took the L early. I think he did. He was too nervous about what happened last time. You're right. All right, well, uh, that's, uh, that's the match, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in to WWS. This has been Dylan and Olivia. Your squirrel girls. <laughs> with the real talk. Wow, what a match. Very squintertaining. Thank you, Dylan and Olivia, for this exclusive sports coverage. We won't forget it. That's everything for sports. Uh, tune in next week to see what's going on in the sports world. <laughs> we'll keep you updated. Your favorite sports gals. Anyway, that has... Um, been the close of our episode today so to end we would like to share a song with you called well it's a song you all know i like to move it uh but it's a cover of the song by a band named los colorados who are russian so enjoy tune in for our next podcast whenever we manage to make it <laughs> The trains that pass through Goshen are filled with like um, nuclear waste. Or what? What if we put the bird? I mean, we put the phone really up close to a bird and heard its little tweets. <laughs> you think we can get that close to a bird? There's just a bird back there. The inspiration are you bird. Right now? Yeah. Is your recording? Yes. Okay, I'm just gonna stop talking.